Welcome to On Mission, the teaching ministry of the Mission Church in Irvindale. We exist to love God by loving others, leading them to become fully functioning followers of Christ Jesus. Today we conclude Mike's message on Luke. The old garment is faded. It has stains on it. The new garment is is bright and clean. You put one with the other and there's an obvious problem, right? They don't match. They don't match. My wife uh, has, uh, she, she manipulated me into a project at the house. And that's sort of what I was referring to about not acting too saintly recently. I even had to have my youngest son intervene and remind me that I wasn't acting right and I should apologize. That's great when your kids give you wonderful advice, isn't it? Anyway, one of the things that's going to be required is that we're going to have to patch some of the carpet. And the carpet in the house is probably 10, 15 years old. It's just one color. There's no, no pattern to it, but you know, it's just one color. And, and Jim Epps is going to help me do that. And Jim told me, well, you got to be careful where you take that patch because you don't realize it right now, but if you take it out of a closet where there's been no sun and no traffic and you put it right there in the middle of the floor, it's going to be very obvious. Right, Jim? That's right. So we're going to have to cut that patch out of a place where there's been traffic. Maybe under a couch or something. I don't know. Anyway, you're not here to talk about my problems. (laughs) But the point is just well made. That when you take something new and try to patch something old, it doesn't match. But what happens is this. This is worth your coming out today. When you take something new and try to patch something old, the new only accentuates the old. It calls attention to just how shabby the old really is. That brings me to truth point number three. Cutting a patch from the new renders it worthless. I mean, who wants a new garment that's already got a hole in it? And it reveals the shabby condition of the old without fixing the problem. So what is the answer? If you're in that kind of a situation, what are you to do? Well, here it is. Replacement. Replacement. What do you do? You retire the old and you employ the new. That's what you do. You quit messing and monkeying around with the old and you start using the new. You take the old, maybe use it for your oil changes and stuff like that. And you you start using the new. that's, That's the point. Now, Jesus continues beyond this garment thing. And he continues his parable by illustrating uh, the issue of new wine and old wine skins. And he reminds the people who were there of something they all knew very well. He wasn't teaching them anything new. He was telling them what they all knew, that you don't put new wine into old wine skins. Why? Number one, old wine skins have lost their elasticity. Old wineskins are brittle. Old wineskins are inflexible. Old wineskins are unyielding. That's just a fact. And second, new wine demands expansion. New wine, by its very nature, as it ferments, it lets off gases. And and if it's going to be housed in an appropriate container, it must be in a container that can bloat out and come back. It's got to be 
supple. It must be pliable. It must be yielding. Truth number four, truth point number four. New wine and old wineskins is a disaster waiting to happen. New wine will require give and take. Old wineskins will be rigid and unyielding. The pressure will cause the skins to break and you will lose the new wine and you'll lose the skin to boot. So you don't do that. That's just dumb. So what's the answer to the problem? If you got new wine and you got the old skins, what do you need to do? Replacement. Replacement. You don't use the old wine skins for the new wine. You get new wine skins for the new wine so that they are compatible and they go together. Now, my question is this. Is the Lord Jesus really concerned about garments and wine skins. I mean, is that what this is all about? To just help us understand how to be better at home in managing our affairs with new clothes and old clothes and new wine skins. But you don't drink wine, so you're not supposed to have any skins. It doesn't matter to you, right? Just joking. Anyway, is that really what he's concerned about? What do you think? Tell me, is that what he's concerned about? No, that's not at all what he's concerned about, is it? No. But he is utilizing something that everybody understands so that he can make a point about what he really is concerned about. And what is Jesus actually concerned about? The point of concern for Jesus has to do with the compatibility of the gospel, which is all about what God does on our behalf. And any form of works religion, which is about what man can do to prove himself to God. That's what he's concerned with. That's what he's really talking about. That is the point that he's making. And they know it. How do I know they know it? Because they get more and more and more irritated. Mark this down. Every religion in the world, every religion in the world is based on human works. Every religion in the world is based on what can I do to appease the true God or forget him, the many gods that we call idols. What what can I do? How do I, what do I have to, to do to prove my worth? That's what every religion on the face of the earth is about except biblical Christianity. Biblical Christianity is the only faith system which is founded, shaped, and empowered by the gospel of Jesus Christ and thus is based on grace which is obtained through faith. It's the only one. There's not another one. All the rest of them are about human works. And that leads me then to truth point number five. That biblical Christianity is totally incompatible with other religious systems. If it is to be embraced, it must be fully re- it must fully replace all others. It can never be blended with them. If you want to embrace Jesus, then you have to throw out everything else and embrace him alone. If you try to embrace him and hang on to the old, you're just hanging on to the old. You're not really embracing him. You're just fooling yourself. You're just deceiving yourself. 
And friends, that's where the rub between Jesus and the leaders of Judaism came from. The more Jesus taught, the more he opened his mouth, the more they were beginning to understand that this, in their minds, would be Messiah. Had no intention of joining in with them. Not only was he not going to join in with them, he wouldn't even, he wouldn't even compromise. He wouldn't even take a little of his and a little of theirs and blend it together. No, no, no. Jesus' message was one of total and complete replacement. In other words, the old system was bankrupt. It was bankrupt. And it no longer had a place in God's redemptive plan. Jesus' message was becoming clearer and clearer as the days went by. Good news is found only in him. He is the only way to a right standing with God. It's why they hated him then. And it's why when Christians really stand for the truth of the gospel, they will be intolerated now. Because biblical Christianity knows nothing of holding hands with other systems. It knows nothing of embracing in any form other systems. Biblical Christianity is not intent on shaming other people or hurting other people, but it stands alone saying that Jesus alone is God. Jesus alone is the Messiah. Jesus' words are the only that can bring salvation to a wicked heart. It's still the message that we're called to preach today. Acts chapter 4, verse 12, Peter said, there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. It's very exclusive. Jesus himself said, I am the way. Help me. The truth and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. Mm. And now we come to verse 39. And chapter 5 is going to come to a conclusion. And we find Jesus bringing the confrontation he's in to a conclusion by summarizing with this statement. You've got to love it. You've got to look at it. You've got to understand it. Here's what he says. No one having drunk old wine immediately desires new. For he says, the old is better. Now really... Again, is Jesus just giving us a lesson on wine tasting? I mean, he knew, right? He's God, so he knows that old wine is better. And, you know, nobody's going to want the new stuff. That's sour, and that doesn't have the punch and the kick, and the, it's not got that mellow smoothness, right? And so, and so, you know, no, he's not talking about that whatsoever. So lest we misunderstand Jesus, let us understand he is not, he is not saying the old is better. He's only saying the people say it's better. And why do the people say the old is better? Because they don't want to change. They don't want to turn away from sin. They don't want to turn away from the traditions they grew up with. 
They don't want to turn away from a religion that they really don't believe in, but somehow in a weird way feels comfortable like an old sweatshirt. And I believe this with all my heart, and I believe it applies to me, and I absolutely believe it applies to you. That oftentimes we are just like those old wineskins. We become brittle. We become unyielding and flexible when submitted to the transformation power of Christ. Jesus, he specializes in taking those old, unyielding, inflexible, brittle wineskins that represent our attitudes and our lives. And when we submit ourselves to him, he brings back the suppleness. He brings back a heart that is willing to be filled and expanded with his spirit and his truth. And which is flexible in all kinds of situations to be able to link others to the reality of the gospel. Jesus takes sinners, he makes them saints. He takes non-believers and makes them believers. He takes stiff-necked, rebellious souls and makes them moldable in his hand. This is On Mission. The Mission Church is located at 12001 Ridgemont Drive in Urbandale. To learn more about our ministry, visit our website at themissiondsm.org or call us at 515-255-2122. We gather for worship each Sunday at 10 a.m. We would be honored for you to join us. Have a blessed day, and thank you for listening to On Mission.